Tucker live. Oh yes, Tucker Carlson has left Fox News. I think it's a good thing. I'm happy for him. I'm proud of him. I kind of saw this coming. You know, there's something happening in the social media space where names, personalities are getting bigger and bigger and bigger. And then you've got the old archaic dinosaurs, the old newspapers, the old news stations, the channels of how information used to come to you out there. And now there's all these alternative ways. For example, I'm streaming to you now on YouTube. I'm streaming to you now on Facebook. I'm streaming to you on Twitter. I'm actually doing a uh, live mic here on Twitter as well. And for talented people, and I think we'd all agree Tucker Carlson is amongst the most talented, uh, he's kind of grown out of that. And we've seen the development of direct media streaming. It's happening in film. It's happening in the music industry. You see groups like Daily Wire creating their own way. Don Lemon left CNN. That's just because I think CNN's not doing a good job. Matt Walsh is now stepping away from YouTube. And this is, you know, when you have an earthquake, there's those, there's those, uh, tremors that start to happen. These could be the tremors leading to a major shift in the fault line of how media is done, how news is done. And so today we're going to talk about that. I'm going to take your questions and your comments. I know my audience loves Tucker Carlson, and I'm going to share just the clip here that was released by Fox News. And before I do, I'm going to share a tweet from Justin Hart, who's someone that I respect and I follow on Twitter. He says, my sources are telling me Tucker was all set to go live tonight, Monday. He probably had plans to talk about the lawsuit and clear his name. I think he's talking, they're talking here about the Dominion lawsuit with Fox. Producers were prepping guests and slots on Monday's show. Corporate nicks the idea and Tucker up and quit. So Justin Hart saying, this is Tucker quitting now here is the audio and the video if you're just listening on the audio you'll hear it but the video from fox news in the announcement this morning here it goes So that right there is is not something that was planned or orchestrated. His last show was three days ago is admitting something went down. And I think probably Justin Hart and his sources, they're on to something, if not the actual truth. And that is Tucker wanted to clear his name with regard to the Dominion situation. And they were prepping guests. And then something happened. And then Tucker just said, well... You can go pound sand. I'm Audi. Audi 5 Thoudi. All right, so I'm going to go to some questions and some comments. Now we're going to talk about it. While we do, I'm going to say that I was at AmFest this past December. And while I did not get to meet Tucker Carlson, I, I heard him speak. And he was very off the cuff. He was very genuine. He was very, what struck me in real life seeing him is he's very goofy and joyful. He has a contentedness about him. He was telling young people as they choose a spouse, choose someone who is joyful, playful, happy, how key that is to living a good life. Um, I also know that he's left the Episcopal Church, thanks be to God. It looks like he's He's not gone towards the Catholic route. He seems that he's gone more of the evangelical route. I don't know that, but that was the sense that I got uh, listening to him and and being in his presence. But he's kind of a kind of a goofy guy. Here's the here's the thumbnail from today's show. You know, he just he's he laughs a lot. He's got a goofy laugh, and um, he doesn't take himself seriously. That's what's key about Tucker Carlson. He doesn't take himself. Seriously, and he has a very penetrating mind, and he's able to summarize and articulate points that 
millions of people are are thinking and feeling and to distill it down and present it. And that's why Tucker Carlson is so successful. And that's why Fox has done. They're the only reason left for watching Fox News was Tucker Carlson. It has become so debased since the last two elections. I can't even stand watching it. The only redeeming quality to Fox News was Tucker Carlson. Now Tucker's gone. So a reminder to everyone out there, go and cancel your Fox News subscription because you probably don't need anymore. It's just, you know, it's like eight degrees click to the right of CNN nowadays. Sadly, that's what's going on. All right, here's another theory. This is from Alejandro Casey. Different theory. Fix got a lot of pressure to fire Tucker because exposing too much of the leftist agenda. Yeah, I mean, uh, oh, so Fix meaning Fox here. Yeah, Fox has um, definitely moved left over time. And let's be honest, the whole Sean Hannity, that whole era, that was never really conservative. It was certainly not traditional. It was certainly not Christian. And there is a tremendous amount of pressure now on what I'm calling the old dinosaur media outlets. And Fox News is one of them, especially with everything that's gone on with Bud Light and that entire agenda. The agenda is getting more and more powerful. I don't believe that the agenda is getting powerful because people in America believe in that Bud Light agenda. It's because political power brokers know that it's such a divisive and hot button issue that it creates a new social crisis by which they can claim power, money, influence. That's really what it is. So that's why you're seeing corporations and politicians dumping all their money, pushing all their chips into the center of the table for the sake of that Bud Light agenda. You know what I'm saying. You know what I'm saying. Alejandra, good good comment. Thank you for that. Grandma's Jewel says, wow, something I agree with. Fox is done without Tucker. Love him and love you too. See, I knew my audience is a Tucker audience. So... That's why I'm doing today's show today. I'm also going over here on Twitter, seeing if anyone wants to come in and talk live. Let me know. Uh, Kylie Honea says, I agree the limits have been tested and we should remember and review what tipped the scale and pushed it too far and why truth lost. I don't think truth lost. I think truth lost ground. And there are powerful voices in the in the social discussion right now. Tucker Carlson is probably at the tip top of that. And uh, there's pressure to cancel anyone who has influence, especially as it regards the Bud Light agenda. And by Bud Light agenda, I'm not just referring to the corporation of Bud Light. You catch my drift, don't you? Thank you. You know, you know what I'm talking about. All right, going back into your comments and to your questions... Lilith Aram says that it's all fake news controlled by a certain group of people. I'm not so sure about that. I, I think there are there's enough response in America. I mean, Tucker Carlson got the ratings he got not by a conspiracy theory, but because actual Americans tuned in to watch him. They appreciated his takes. Uh, Cherry Peterson says, as soon as I saw notifications that you were coming, that's I had to tune in. You are right. Fox is done. Yeah. Everyone at Fox News is sitting around drinking a Bud Light right now thinking, what are we going to do? What are we going to do? Orthochristos. Cool name. Cool name, Orthochristos. This is actually a good thing in a way. Now Tucker can actually go full throttle with no limits on any platform he goes on to next. Yeah, that's true. Um, one thing that I've learned being in this space, live streaming, commentary, et cetera, is it does take a team. Something as high level as Tucker. I mean, I'm 
a small one man, few man show here, right? I'm I'm handling my own. Like if I want to go to a different scene, you see my finger go like this, boop, and then there it is, right? And then if you want to come back to me, I I push the button, right? I'm like DJ remixing and doing this. The Tucker thing is is well done, and it's not just like he's going to open up, um, you know, dad on a webcam like I am. I'm trying to get better, but yeah, he's gonna he's gonna need a, a major team, and and really the big problem I think the this is a problem for me too. So Tucker, if you hear, I love to ride on your coattails on this. The streaming space is dominated by YouTube, which is owned by Google. That's the dominant space, and. Because it's Google owned or Google adjacent, it has that built into it. The other platforms, you know, we're talking about Rumble, et cetera, they just don't have the following. I mean, if you just think about the Google universe with Gmail and Google and YouTube and and all those things, they're all integrated together with Google ads and, you know, Google AdWords. And there's just, there's so much in that universe or that environment that's so powerful people just say well you know go over to to rumble or go over to BitChute and all these alternatives but but google is just it's so big i mean yeah tucker carlson was on fox but he also had all the tucker shorts that were on youtube that were just going viral i mean millions and millions and millions and millions of views uh through this medium so the, the difficult journey, the difficult route, the passage that needs to be made is how, how can streaming happen in an independent way? No one has really figured that out. You know, Daily Wire is doing their own platform, and, and maybe that's the way. But uh, until that has really been accomplished, and I think there's there's thousands of us, people like me, who are asking these questions as well. And how do we cross this channel? Maybe Tucker, because of his weight and his broad audience, will be able to to pave that highway. I hope so. PB and J astronaut says it's official. Fox is now no better than any fake news. Yeah, I mean the only redeeming thing over at Fox News was Carlson. Now it's nothing. Who are they going to bring in? Who are they going to bring in? They said uh, in tomorrow in this morning's announcement they're going to have rotating Fox hosts fill in for Tucker's show. Mm. Who's going to watch that? It's it's it, the show was important because it was Tucker. Now another thing going around is Tucker could run for president. I don't know. I think he's fun loving enough and down to earth that he wouldn't want that. Being president is a is a stressful, difficult task. Um. Could Tucker handle it? Yeah. Does he have the joy? Yeah. Does he have the gas in the tank? Yes. I don't know. I just don't see that as as synergizing with his personality. You know, having to go and deal with the Congress and the Senate and the whole campaign thing. I don't know. I just don't see it. So then other people are saying, well, Tucker Carlson could be VP to Donald Trump. Well, I don't think that's going to happen either. I honestly don't think that Donald would be able to endure the magnitude of a vice president who's so famous and revered with so many people hanging on his words. I mean, it would be a power team, but I really don't see Donald Trump choosing a Tucker as a VP. Carolyn said, I'd vote Tucker for president. You know, I think the great thing about Tucker is he has the every man's voice. He's able to tap in to what rational, conservative, mid-to-right-leaning citizens think, and I think even more, 
what they feel, what Americans feel. I'm going back in here. I'm, I'm, I'm uh, streaming on Twitter. I've done this a few times. Just checking in with y'all here. There's some comments. Please leave a comment over here on Twitter. And if I see someone to recognize, I'll, I'll bring you in live. Um, let's see, is there anyone in here? All right, back into the comments and the questions. Tucker is not Catholic. He is not. He is not. He was raised Episcopalian. I think he's more evangelical now. Non-player character says, I'd rather hear about SSPX non-sism from Francis' story. Yeah, it's, a, it's an interesting one. We'll cover it. I think this is a bigger story today. Uh, Taylor Marshall's for president. Yeah, I probably will run for president in 2024, not to win, but for awareness on the Crisis King platform. Just to say, hey, American democracy is degenerate, broken, and gross. We need something new. Um. Yeah, I think there's new things emerging. And and by the way, I do stream over on Rumble as well. So if you prefer that, I'm over there as well. Michael Knowles should evangelize Tucker. Then bring him on. Bring him on to what? This is an interesting... This is Patrice Gravino. Patrice says, Tucker got stomped on like a bug. Dominion owns the next election. MFPOS tool of globalists. I'm not sure what that means, but that's uh, Patrice's take on there. And, and people are drawing that connection between the lawsuit and then all of a sudden Tucker's gone. You know, Lisa Satterley. Wow. President Taylor Marshall. Cool. I would run, but I would not really want to win. I don't want to move my family into the White House. That'd be bad. Uh, Laura Ingram, okay, Laura Ingram is the last hope. True, Laura Ingram's great, and Laura Ingram is Catholic. So there is that going there. But I really think that Tucker was why so many people, I mean, I've only tuned into Fox in the past year, I don't know, six to ten times, and I'm going to say six to ten times that was a Tucker tune. I was tuning in because I'm a Tucker. And I think I'm I'm probably like a, a lot of people in that same way. What if Elon Musk funds and starts a channel for Tucker with all conservatives? Colleen Hoffman says, look, you got to be careful with Elon. Yes, he made Twitter better. But Elon, he's on board with the Bud Light agenda. You know what I'm saying? Elon... I mean, I did a video on his religious beliefs here on the Dr. Taylor Marshall podcast. He searched the history. Elon does not believe in Jesus or trust in Jesus or go to church or have a Christian worldview. And I think I'm going to challenge everyone right now. People might just say, oh, here goes Marshall. Listen, being conservative doesn't mean anything. There's all these conservatives out there at CPAC who are all in favor of unnatural marriages. Majority of them, actually. CPAC is given over to what God calls an abomination. Being conservative doesn't mean anything. There are all these conservatives who are promoting all kinds of debauchery on the internet. There's all kinds of conservative people who are promoting themselves in disgusting and sexual ways on social media as conservatives. There are trans promoting conservatives like Blair White. Right, so conservative doesn't mean Jack Diddley anymore. Neither does the word Republican. The word Republican means nothing. I, if you go to these Republican meetings, the only thing people agree on in the room is Barack Obama was not a good president. But beyond that, you've got people who believe every form of degeneracy, 
people who are soft communists, people who believe in all kinds of unnatural things with regard to family and matrimony. It's not, so what I'm saying here is it's not Christian and it's not Catholic. We need to get beyond conservative. We need to get beyond Judeo-Christian, right? Jewish people and Catholics have a totally different understanding of holy matrimony and human sexuality. That may shock you, but it's true. There is a Christian worldview. There is a worldview that derives from Jesus and the 12 apostles that permeated culture through persecution and finally started to raise up Christian civilization beginning in the 300s and growing over the centuries. And then we lost it in the last 100 years. If you want to learn more about that, check out my best-selling book, Infiltration. We lost it. But I'm, I'm at the point now where if someone says, oh, that's a conservative movie, or it doesn't mean anything to me. Oh, uh, Republicans did it. That doesn't mean anything. You know how many pedophiles and weirdos and degenerates and criminals are quote-unquote Republican? I'm not telling you to, to bail out on the Democrats. You know I'm not saying that. I'm just saying that our, the, our own conservative movement GOP, CPAC, all that, even Tea Party, is infiltrated and gross, degenerate. So I don't want Elon Musk to come anywhere near forming a new movement. Not at all. Do y'all agree with me or disagree with me? Am I off the rails or am I on point? Let me know. A lot of people here are saying I'm on point, looking for someone to disagree with me. Scrolling on through. Here's one by Kate S. Knowles is with Daily Wire. They need to pick up Carlson. Good thing they didn't pay for Crowder. Hard-hitting comment. Andrea agrees with me. Judeo-Christianity is a neocon slogan that makes no sense. I agree with you. I agree. You're either Christian or you're Judeo, Judaism. There is no Judeo-Christian. There is no Islamo-Christian or Christian-Islamo or uh, Cristiano-Hindu. And there's none of that. Going back in, people are generally agreeing with me. Well, that's good. But I want someone to disagree. No one wants to disagree. Everybody's on point, 100% facts. All right, everybody's agreeing. Based, on point, agree, on point. Yeah, so we got to get, so this is the only reason why I would run for president. I would run for president simply to say, to point and say, look, GOP, CPAC, conservatism is done. It's over. It is loaded up with degeneracy and compromise. And mainly I'm speaking here of moral compromise. Moral compromise. I'm not interested. Just not interested. Back into the comments. Back into the questions. Please run for president. I will. I just don't want you to elect me. I want, to, I want awareness, but I don't want that job. Abigail says, forget Christian. Nope, because Jesus rose on the third day. There's no other religion that has their leader, their founder, rise on the third day. Jesus was crucified under Pontius Pilate, and he rose on the third day. People saw him. It's a historical fact. Christianity is the only true religion. All others are fake religions. Bring back monarchy. Christ is king, not a senator. I agree. We need, ultimately, what we need is Christian monarchy. You may say, yeah, but you could have a bad king. 
We have a lot of bad presidents. Most presidents are bad. Look at since 1776 till today, how many were good presidents? Not that many. You can do the same thing. Look at monarchy. How many were good kings? Not that many. The difference is with monarchy, you have more social stability. Look at how much money we waste every two to four years on elections. Think about the millions and billions of money that circulates over elections, local races, your mayors, your sheriffs, your DA, your everything, senators, state, state senators, state representatives, federal, all of that, all that money, all that attention, all that wasted time and effort. If you have a stable Christian environment, you have time to do things like build cathedrals and beautiful things. What, what Christians were able to accomplish before, they weren't doing crazy elections and spending, spending all their information and time on all these campaigns. It's ridiculous. Do you favor distributism over capitalism? I've studied distributism, distributism. I've debated and talked about it. I've never seen it in action, so it's hard to say. It seems, I mean, I'm open to it. I like it. Um, it seems like it's more on paper. Never been in history, so it's hard to discuss. I like to have checks and balance in government. If you believe that America has checks and balances right now, I mean, they're there on paper. But literally, do you re really believe that checks and balances are in effect right now? Ultimately, the problem with America right now is you have the executive branch, the legislative branch, and the judicial branch, and then you have the billionaire branch. All right, And the billionaire branch is the one that funds all the elections and vets all the candidates who are going to work for the billionaires. And they are red and blue, Republican and Democrat. And they are able to manipulate public opinion because they own newspapers, news stations, Twitter, other such things. So we are thinking, oh, we've got this nice checks and balance, but there's a billionaire branch of the government and it's controlling the mechanisms at work. So the checks and balances are in 2023, a grand illusion. Laura Tran says, just curious, if Peter is your first Pope, why don't you do what he told you to do in Acts 2.38? I believe Acts 2.38, 2, he says, repent and be baptized and believe on Jesus Christ. So I'm going to look that up real quick because I think that's what it is. And we're going to have a little Catholic Protestant discussion real quick. Yeah, see? Acts 2.38, repent and be baptized, every one of you in the name of Jesus, for the remission of your sins, and you shall receive the Holy Ghost. That's what Catholics are supposed to do every day. We repent, we get baptized, we repent every day. And we believe in the name of Jesus Christ. I would also like to encourage the Protestants who don't, who are not Catholic, read the next line, for this promise is to you and your children. This is why we baptize babies, include babies and young children in our faith. So there it is, inspired by the Holy Spirit, the Word of God, Acts of the Apostles. Don't worry, Laura Tran. You'll become Catholic. Keep studying and keep praying. The Holy Ghost will get you. Did for me. I was a Protestant. I became a Catholic. MK, disagree with you now, Marshall. I will keep the U.S. founding documents. I mean, okay, but do you realize that those founding documents are now in a context in 2023 controlled by billionaires? Joe Biden can run for president and Saudi billionaires in another country can fund his campaign. That's the U.S. documents right now. Billionaires, foreign powers have 
immense influence in the voting patterns, in the voting structures. That's the problem. That's the problem. I wish, I wish it were simple, as simple as let's just go back to the kind of the evangelical Republican. Let's just go back to the founding documents and the Bible and everything will be great. It's going to take more than that. It's going to take a lot more than that. It's going to take cultural transformation. Simon Cooper says, coming in here, Charles III may have a lot of faults, but he's the legitimate king of England and Catholics should pray for the conversion of the royal family. Your thoughts. Um, is he the legitimate king of England? And he's also the head of a religion. Yeah, I mean, we should pray for his conversion. I prayed for his conversion to the Catholic faith. To the Catholic faith. But do they use their office to promote truth and the common good of society, commonwealth? No, they promote heresy. They promote globalism. They promote everything wrong in the world. Yes, pray for them. Pray for all men, St. Paul says. And by the way, monarchy that is based on heresy like England is no good. I would not advocate for that. No good. Abigail says, please say Catholic, not Christian. No, it's the same thing. I'm not playing that game with you people. People always try to correct me on that, and you need to be corrected. Catholic is Christian. Christian is Catholic. It's the same thing. It's the same thing. And I, I people sometimes say, well, I'm not a cat. I, I'm not a Christian, I'm a Catholic. That's wrong. A Catholic is a Christian and a Christian is a Catholic. You see? It's just like Hallow's Eve or Christmas. These are Catholics feast days. And then our enemy infiltrates and subverts them into something wicked and evil, like Halloween or the materialism of Christmas. And then people are like, well, I'm not, I'm not celebrating those feasts anymore. I'm not doing that anymore. Whoa, 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 whoa. They stole our good stuff. If I'm a Catholic, I'm not going to let Protestants or other denominations steal the term Christian. Like, I'm going to let them have the word Christian, which is in the book of Acts, by the way. In Antioch, they were first called Christians. It's used by Ignatius of Antioch. All these early Christians call themselves Christians. I'm not going to give that term over to the Protestants, the evangelicals. That's, that's our term. Let them get something else. So I use Catholic and Christian interchangeable all the time. If you correct me, I'm going to correct you right back. Same thing. Same exact thing. U3 says it's called Christmas because it celebrates the mass. Exactly. Put the Christ into Christmas and the mass into Christmas. All the way. Good, good comment. Gene uh, says, not all claim Christians are professed Catholics. Correct. And not all Catholics, that claim, not all people who claim to be Catholics are actually Catholic. I'm not going to stop using either term because they are bad people or hypocrisy or false claimants. That's not what we do. We do not retreat from the truth because there are bad people infiltrating our feast days, our churches, our hierarchy, and our terminology. We got to take it back. Just like I'm not going to give away our vocabulary when we talk about human sexuality. I'm keeping the traditional forms and I'm not allowing the left to steal it and take it or force me to conform to their terms. Why would I conform to Protestant terminology? Never. All right, back over to Tucker. Back over to Tucker. You know, there's, a, there's another option we haven't explored with Tucker, and that is, what if he's done? You know, Tucker has been very successful. He's, he's made a lot of money. He's an outdoorsman. He likes to fish. Uh, he lives in the Northeast somewhere. I can't remember if it's New Hampshire or Maine. Let me know in the comments. Maybe he's just like, you know, I see Matt Walsh getting attacked 
He's got bodyguards protecting his family. They're hacking all of his stuff. I had a good run. I've got enough money. There's trout in the stream. I'm done. I'm going to go and enjoy life. Tucker Carlson might do that as well. All right, I got a request here from Michael. I'm going to try to bring him in. If I can remember how we do this. So I think I, cl I click on him. And I'm going to add him as a speaker. All right, Michael, you're coming in. Let me know when you're in. Michael, you there? I'm great. I'm great. I'm going to hold you up to the microphone because I'm on YouTube with you too. Great. I live rurally, so there's a chance that I might uh, I might lose you. Um, All right. But, uh, what you got to say? I, I'll, I'll try to connect again. But uh, quickly, my question. I just uh, tweeted it as well, but my in, just in response to the the what I've heard from you so far in this space is uh, what are your thoughts one on the term uh, reactionary as opposed to uh, conservative in the contemporary sense? What do you think the benefits or potentially threats or drawbacks of using that term is? Um, and when I say reactionary, I mean in the political sense, right, as, as in a reaction to modernity, which is how it's been used kind of uh, historically. And second, uh, we're, we're in America, we're never going to get, well, well, I don't want to say never, but, but it's unlikely to take a full step towards like kingship. Um, however, monarchy uh and and a a slow walk to more classical political forms is possible through policy steps i have ideas my own but i'd be interested to hear what you would say uh, might be some slow policy steps towards a more classical uh political uh formation in america or social order so awesome my two questions okay great thanks thanks michael um, so yeah, so reactionary, I mean, I don't, I don't, re the terms are not the most important thing here. The principles are the most important. We can change the terms, I mean, the political labels, and often that can be confusing and people can use it to, to manipulate and be Machiavellian. So uh, I'm not too worried about, I don't, I, I wouldn't call myself reactionary. I think it's a polemical. I don't know if you're suggesting that we should use it or not. I think the really good um, thing that Michael brought up was, okay, are we going to just have monarchy in America? Like, how is that even going to happen? So actually, I was discussing this with my wife, Joy, over the last couple of days. We were just talking politics and, you know, maybe this is the end of the American experiment and we're going to, maybe our grandchildren will see something bigger or better. And so we were talking about, well, how's that going to go down? And here's how I think something like this would go down. We have a major political and economic crisis. It could be prompted by war or it could be prompted by other factors in which the central leadership of the United States of America is either rejected, has no power, or things are so bad here that the communication of powers would be non-existent. In such a situation, and this has happened in every government in the past 4,000 years, from the Babylonians to the Syrians to the Persians to the Greeks to the Romans to the Byzantine Empire to the Holy Roman Empire, yeah? All of these structures, when they get fragile and begin to crack and break, you have military leaders who emerge. So if, an example, the best example is the Roman Republic. When it falls apart, you have Julius Caesar, who is a general who emerges and becomes Caesar. He becomes an imperator, an emperor. And that creates a dynasty and a line and a way of performing government that lasts for centuries. And I think that's what, if Christ doesn't return, I think that's what will happen in America. We'll have a degradation of American life and culture to where we enter into a military state, and then that military state will give will yield either a good leadership, which would be a Catholic Christian worldview, or a very evil one, which would just move right into the reign of the Antichrist. Both possibilities are there. 
I don't know. But yeah, I don't I don't think we're going to legislate ourselves into monarchy or people are just going to more and more say, yeah, it'd be really great to have to subdivide America into six kingdoms and each kingdom would have a, a king and several archdukes and some dukes and some counts and some vicomts and and uh, we'll reorganize society. I don't I don't see people voluntarily restructuring that way. I don't think it'll ever happen. So Michael, thanks for for that comment. And I think if it is going to happen, it would only happen through struggle and crisis. All right, I'm going to go back over to the people in the live chat. I mean, yeah, in the live chat right here. And yeah, Christian monarchy means civil war, just more Catholic bloodshed. Uh, Maybe, maybe. I mean, this is... Again, not something that is going to be provoked. It's going to um, develop. Yeah, I, I would never argue for Christians or uh, for for Catholics to like start a war to to start a monarchy. But I think our culture and our society is so broken now. It's hard to see how using American laws or the executive, legislative, and judicial branch to to recapture virtue, it's hard to see how that's even possible. I'd love to be wrong, though. Field Bag says, keep hitting the like. That reminds me, everybody, like the show. Give it the thumbs up. Share this on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, Instagram, everywhere. And if you want to go deep, if you want to become confident in your faith if someone came up to you and said hey why do you believe that where's that in the bible why do you believe in the eucharist why do you believe in the mass why do you why do you baptize babies babies can't believe anything why do you believe in uh last rites don't you trust in jesus why do you believe in purgatory are you an idiot you don't believe jesus died for your sins if you don't have a confident prepared answer for these questions, I want to help you. I want to prepare you. I want to teach you with the Bible, sacred tradition, the church fathers, to be prepared to give an answer of the hope that is within you, that you will be confident. We have 10 courses right now available at NSTI, New St. Thomas Institute. That's where I teach online courses. We have a course on the Latin Mass, the Roman Rite, how to know what's going on at the Latin Mass, how to make the responses in Latin, how to say your prayers in Latin, if you want to learn how to do that. We've got apologetics, how to defend your faith with evangelicals, how to defend your faith with Hindus, Muslims, Jews, agnostics. Basically, this whole thing is to help you to become confident and to have the resources at your fingertips. For example, the New St. Thomas Institute, Bible Cheat Sheet. And have it in your mind so you're confident and you're prepared. So if that's something that's interesting to you, you know it is. You know you need it. Go to NSTI.com. Sign up as a student. I'll help you over there. NSTI.com. Back into the live comments. And I appreciate everyone who's already a student at NSTI.com. Cherry Peterson, studying for my first final exam in the Institute. All right, Sherry, which, which I'm, I'm curious, which course are you taking right now at NSTI? I'm curious. I'd love to know. There's hundreds of you studying with me at NSTI. I want everybody to do it. Go to NSTI.com. Annette says, but remember, Marshall, we are going to a dictatorship. It may well be. It may well be. We may have to have a dictatorship before we have a wholesome Christian monarchy. I don't know. We may not ever have any of that. We may go right into the reign of the Antichrist and we're all going to be martyred. There it is. Here's a Tucker one from Marcella. Okay, people saying goodbye to Fox News. Tucker is no longer available. We need people capable to do something instructive. In God's name, amen. Yes, we need more people. But we need good people. We need good people. Okay, Sherry Peterson's at NS New St. Thomas Institute. She's on the first one, Thomistic Studies. That's a great one, Sherry. Congratulations. You'll pass. 
Just use the review sheet. We got a review sheet there. It'll help you know everything you need to know. Uh, TP says, what about the Mormons? What about them? Mormons do not have Catholic beliefs. Their belief on matrimony, different. Their belief on the Eucharist, different. Their belief on the church, different. Their belief on the Trinity and who Jesus Christ is, different, 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 different. Not the same. Not the same. Johnny Appleseed says, Tucker was the only good thing left at Fox. Now it's all Sean. Just two more weeks, guys. <laughs> Sean Hannity is so cringe. I can't handle Sean Hannity. Sean Hannity is everything encapsulated with post-1960s Catholicism. You know, Sean Hannity was a Catholic. He left the Catholic Church. He is everything that he signifies everything wrong with the conservative right in America. It's soft. It's weak. It's not Christ-based. It's not Christ-centered. It's not Catholic. It's sentimental. It's generically conservative. Fiscally, I don't want to hear about fiscal conservatives. Cynical man, 1984. Taylor, what would you say to the pro-Second Vatican Council Catholics that say going against a pope like Pope Francis is heretic or schismatic? Well, going against a pope is heretical and schismatic. But if a pope is doing something wrong or dangerous, going against him is not heretical and schismatic. You see, you got to make distinctions here, right? So there's been... Popes who have taught beautiful, wonderful things, who have said, you must believe in the Bible. You must believe that Jesus is fully God. You must believe that Jesus is fully man. You must believe that he died on the cross. You must be baptized. Popes have taught all these wonderful, beautiful things. You must submit to that, or you're, you're a heretic or a schismatic. But if a pope tells you, everyone jump off a cliff, you don't jump off a cliff. Right? If a pope tells everyone, go get this uh, injection uh, sponsored by this pharmaceutical company, you don't have to do it. Or if he says, everybody worship a Pachamama idol, you don't have to do that. In fact, you should resist him. Just as Paul resisted Peter in Galatians, the epistle of, Gal uh, epistle of Paul to the Galatians. So, yes, going against a pope when he's doing his papal job in the right way is totally wrong and sinful. But we Catholics also don't submit to that which is harmful to ourselves or incorrect or heretical. It's all about those distinctions. We got to constantly make the distinctions. Fox, the new Bud Light. Exactly. I totally agree. It is the new Bud Light. Cringe to the max. Where does it say that Jesus has to be a man? Well, he has to be our mediator between God and man, First Timothy. So he has to be fully God and fully man. And if you're asking whether he has to be male, uh, that is in the Gospels where we learn he was circumcised on the eighth day. Only boys are circumcised. Last I checked. Is that what you're asking? I'm not sure. Going back in here to the comments and to the questions. So-called Caesar says, are civilly married Catholics considered to be in cohabitation and perpetual mortal sin? Should they be confirmed first? or convalidated first. Uh, yes, if you are a Catholic and you're not married in the church, you're living in cohabitation, concubinage. You must be married in the church to have a valid marriage. Don't let this offend you. Don't be upset. Take a deep breath. 
because the Catholic Church is the Church of Jesus Christ, and marriage is the sign of a bride and a husband making a covenantal vow with one another of perpetual union. St. Paul says that's a sign of Christ, the groom, and the church, the bride. And since it's a sacrament, it belongs to the church, not to the state, not to the state of Texas, not to America, not to Russia, not to China, not to Mexico. The sacrament belongs to the church. So if you're a Catholic and you got a matrimony license that wasn't from the church, you got a bogus piece of paper. Your marriage is fake. You have to get the sacramental real one. Don't be mad. Maybe you got tricked. Maybe you didn't know. Okay, it's not your fault. Just fix it. Just go get the real matrimony. There's seven sacraments. Matrimony is one of the sacraments. So you must be married in the church. If you marry outside the church, you're not married. You have to get a real marriage. It's like, I want to get some dollars. And so I go to a guy and he gives me a bunch of dollars for cheap, right? And it's like, oh, wait, these aren't U.S. printed dollars, Darn it, I got the wrong dollars. Now I got to go get real dollars. Okay, that's there's a lot of people out there who have a fake marriage and they just want to say, well, my marriage is real. My marriage is real. And you're like, you got a fake one. Go get a real one. Um, so should they be confirmed first or convalidated? They go to confession. They get convalidated. That's how you make your marriage correct. And then if you're not confirmed, you would get confirmed after that is my understanding. Talk to your local solid priest going back into the live chat and into the comments and into the questions fox is a sellout i agree i agree they had this coming to them here's joey joey says my wife and i were in a civil marriage when we realized our error and we got our civil marriage convalidated so convalidated is the fancy catholic word where you go to the church and the priest convalidates. In other words, he puts the, the Catholic stamp, if you want to use an analogy, on your union so that you're now in a Catholic marriage. So way to go, Joey. And thanks for being a witness, because I'm sure with over 3,000 people in the live chat, we've got hundreds of them, likely, who are in irregular marriages and you need to get your marriage regularized or convalidated everybody do like joey olivo and recognize the error and get it fixed and here's what's great about it your marriage needs more grace your marriage needs more virtue your marriage needs more love what if you got the valid real legitimate version of the sacrament of marriage between you and your spouse, do you know how much better your marriage would be if the if the flow of grace? It's like having, you know, like a giant uh, knot or a tumor in your in your left arm, and it's restricting the blood flow to your hand. And you're like, man, I can't use my hand as much. Well, you get that removed, and now you've got all this oxygen and nutrient, and your hand is good again. Well, yeah, if you're in a union and it's not a sacramental marriage the blood flow of oxygen and nutrients is just not going to be there. You need to get a sacramental Catholic marriage, ASAP. Back into the comments and into the questions. By the way, I still am live streaming over here on Twitter as well. Haven't forgot you guys. If any of you want to request, do a request. Gary Wiley says, you're right, Taylor. Being conservative means nothing. It means absolutely nothing. Someone will say, oh, uh, Jill, she's really conservative. She's a conservative person. Really? Okay. Is Jill 100% pro-life? Well, no. I mean, she's she believes that you, you shouldn't have abortion in the second, third trimester, but she's open on the first. Oh, okay. What does Jill believe about uh, unnatural marriages? Oh, she's fine. With it. I mean, what does this even mean? Does Jill go to church? No. I mean, being conservative now, what does it even mean? There's drag queens at CPAC. What? What? 
that entire movement is if you if you took the the platform of GOP Republicans and you went back into the 90s even democrats would think it was liberal i mean ben shapiro believes gay marriage should be legal and it's okay and he's he's super conservative that's the absolute state of things right now in, in conservatism. Agree or disagree? Do you think Ben Shapiro is conservative? If that word even means anything. I did not know there were drag queens at CPAC. There was one this past CPAC. Uh, Lady MAGA. Lady MAGA is there. Fox already lost $1 billion from letting Tucker go. Oh, yeah, Fox is going to hurt hard. <laughs> Dark Book, I'm a Dylan Mulvaney conservative. <laughs> yes, yes. Conservative is Democrat like. I agree. I agree. Laura says, who's Ben Shapiro? Are you kidding me? Um, a Catholic data says, yes, yeah, CPAC has Lady MAGA. Yeah, it's, it's degenerate. Totally degenerate. Uh, what do you guys think? Is, is Ben Shapiro conservative? Is he conservative? Does he speak for us? John Wick says, I like John Wick. He comes in the, John Wick, did Fox just hire Dylan Mulvaney? <laughs> uh, Nancy says, why is CNN on the air? Because people like it. Your, your GOP conservative, whatever that means, conservative, still thinks Fox News is like solid. But they're not. Got a super chat here. This is from Kylie Starr. Ben openly says that gay marriages are not morally acceptable, although I tend to watch more Michael Knowles. He is the best. Um, yeah, but he defends for the legality of it. And, and this is a difference, okay? Because as Catholics, we believe that all human law, positive law, must be based on natural law. This is Thomas Aquinas, Summa Theologiae, question 94. Prima Secunda, question 94, all right? All human laws have to be based on natural law. So, for example, natural law, we're to pursue the good and avoid the evil, and we're to preserve life. So, for example, a human law could be when you're going by a school, you can't go over 20 miles per hour. Why? Because that will protect the life of little children who are short and careless and sometimes run after balls into the street or across the street without looking both ways. So as a society, in order to preserve life, we make this rule, don't drive over 20 more miles per hour at certain times between these two distances. That's a human law based on a natural law principle, and so it's a good law. We should obey it. It's good. It's morally righteous. That's what Thomas Aquinas is teaching. All laws on the book have to be based on natural law. So you can't say there is a legal right to abortion or a uh, same-sex partners should be legally married because you cannot appeal to the natural law in order to substantiate the law. All right, that's what Catholics believe. Ben Shapiro is not a Catholic. He's Jewish. So he doesn't think like that. And that's why he'll say something like, they should have the right to be married. But in the Catholic understanding, where we have natural law and our human positive laws are built on natural law, we can't, we can't cross that stream. It doesn't make sense. Antoinette says, I will miss Tucker. You want to, Tucker's not going anywhere. He's just not on Fox unless he does retire. 
Um, we need a CPAC, but, Christ, but pushing Christian values. I agree. I think CPAC has given up on the Christian thing. And that's why it's at this point useless. Going back in your comments and your questions. Uh, Don Lemon was fired. Yes, that's very interesting. Uh, Autumn J. Taylor, as you were a priest in your previous religion, which was Anglicanism, Episcopalian Church, did you hear confessions? Yes, I did. And I still keep those um, confidential. Ben is a conservative Jew, but what does that mean? What does conservative mean? All right, what does conservative mean? That's what we need, but I think it means nothing anymore. It means nothing. <laughs> I like this trad pack. That'd be a good one, wouldn't it? Trad pack. We need a rerum novarum party. Part, problem, Joshua, is nobody would come to that. I agree, it'd be cool, but I would love to see you and Ben Shapiro in an interview. I would love it too. I would be totally chill, totally laid back, totally respectable, and he and I would just debate whether Jesus is the Messiah and we talk about the law and the Torah and, you know, messianism and all kinds, it would be awesome. I would love to do it. It'd be super chill and, and lots of fun and very informative. Going back in here. Carlism is the only doctrinally pure Catholic movement. Okay, I mean, yo, I'm friends with or, uh, Eduardo Ordonez. I agree. It's based legit, but it's Spanish. It's peculiar to the to the Spanish throne um, in a certain historical context. So maybe it, maybe maybe it's not the only universal mode of understanding politics. All right, I'm going to take a few more comments and questions. We've already gone an hour. I appreciate everybody staying with me. It's been fun. It's been legit. Daily Wire is Neocon Inc. Well, I, yeah, I mean, Matt Walsh does awesome stuff. Michael Knowles is, is based and does good stuff too. So um, I think... It's 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 a channel and it has various voices on it. So I'm not ready to like dunk on it and condemn, uh, but but good's done there. Can you interview Shapiro? I would love to. Ben Shapiro is a big deal, but I would love to. Be awesome. All right, I'm going to take one final comment or question. Let's find out what we got here. Oh, a super chat comes in here. This is S. Bell. It seems to me that anyone who proclaims free speech gets to come under the tent of conservatism. Yeah, I guess that's a good point, S. Bell, actually. It's kind of like the last straw to be conservative. The, the, the final thing is I like free speech. Can I come in? I mean, really? I mean, you've got the LMNOP having parties at Mar-a-Lago. I mean, this is what, you can be an atheist, you can be LMNOP, you can be trans, you can be pro-Ukraine forever wars, you can be pro-mandating pharmaceutical treatments, and you can be all those things and still be conservative in our time. That's why conservative don't mean jack diddly squat. All right. Thanks for watching, everyone. Check out my latest book, Antichrist in Apocalypse. I wonder why that, that uh, it's a black screen right there. That's not good. Check it out, Antichrist in Apocalypse. You can get it over at um, Amazon. There's an audio version of it. If you want to take online courses with me, go over to nsti.com, New St. Thomas Institute. Join Sherry. She's working on her first course. We've got 10 courses, Old Testament, New Testament, philosophy, theology, liturgy, church fathers, medieval theology, 
everything. Go check it out, nsti.com. And let's pray a prayer together. Let's pray the Our Father, and we'll do it in Latin. Old school, medieval. In nomine patris, et fidei, et spiritus sancti, amen. Pater noster, qui es in celi, sanctificator nomen tuum, adveniat regnum tuum, fiat voluntas tua, sicut in cello et in terra. Panem nostrum quotidianum da nobis odie, et dimite nobis debita nostra, sicut et nos dimitimus debitoribus nostris, et ne nos inducas in tentationem, sed libera nos amalo. Amen. Almighty God, we ask that you would please heal our nation, that you would protect all those people who are seeking to serve your Son, Jesus Christ, that you'll unite us in the one holy Catholic and apostolic church. We pray that all the angels and saints would pray for us, guide us, and lead us to Jesus. And when we die, please take our souls to be with you. We pray this through Christ our Lord. Amen. Nomine Patris et Fidi et Spiritus Sancti. Amen. Thanks for watching, everyone. Uh, again, if you want to move to a different part of the country, I encourage you to go to realestateforlife.org. They can help you move from anywhere in the world to anywhere else in the world. They'll help you sell your house where you're at and buy a new house where you want to go. And they are pro-life. So go to realestateforlife.org and tell them you heard about it at the Dr. Taylor Marshall Show. I would appreciate that. And until next time, remember our Lord Jesus Christ is you're the light of the world and the salt of the earth. So go out there and be salty. God bless. Godspeed. Hit the like. Subscribe. Hit the bell. We'll see you next time. God bless you, Tucker Carlson.